Hi, again you are listening to Dr. Shushma Singh. Today we are going to start new chapter. Chapter 5, Doing Sociology Research Methods. Main points of discussion are, what is methodology, objectivity and subjectivity in sociology, multiple methods and choice of methods and in the last we shall discuss how to choose between various research methods. Let us start with the first point what is methodology. Methodology refers to the study of method, methodological issues or questions are about the general problem of scientific knowledge gathering that go beyond anyone's particular method, technique or procedure. Our next point is objectivity and subjectivity in sociology. In everyday language, objective means unbiased, neutral or based on facts alone. In order to be objective about something, we must ignore our own feeling or attitude about that thing. The word subjective means something that is based on individual values and preferences. Social scientists study the world in which they live, the social world of human relations. This creates special problems for objectivity in social sciences like sociology. We are going to discuss some problems like there is the obvious problems of bias because sociologists are also member of the society. They will also have all the normal life and dislikes that people have. For example, a sociologist studying family relations will herself or himself be a member of the family and his or her ex experiences are likely to influence him or her. Even when the sociologist has no direct experience of the group he or she is studying, there is still a possibility of being affected by the values and prejudices of one's own social context. For example, when studying a caste or religious community other than his or her own, the sociologist may be influenced by the attitude about that community prevalent in her own past or present social environment. The second problem is the sociologist tries to take an outsider's perspective on his or her work. He or she tries to look at her himself and his or her research through the eyes of the others. This technique is called self-reflectivity. The sociologist constantly subjects his or her own attitudes and opinions to self-examination. He or she tries to 
actually adopt the point of view of others especially those who are the subject of the research one of the aspect of reflectivity is the importance of carefully documenting whatever one is doing this ensures that other retrace the steps we have taken to achieve at a particular conclusion and see for them if we are right it is also helps check and recheck but on thinking or line of argument but there is always a possibility of unconscious bias to deal with this problem sociologist explicitly mention those features of their own social background that might be relevant as a possible source of bias on the topic being research this alerts readers to the possibility of bias and allows them to mentally compensate for it when reading the research study the third one is the social world involves many competing version of the interpretation of reality for example a shopkeeper and a customer may have different ideas of what is a good price there is no simple way of judging which particular interpretation is true or more correct in fact sociology does not judge in this way because it is really interested in what people think and why they think and what they think the fourth point is that further complication arises from the presence of multiple points of view in the social sciences themselves this implies that competing and mutually incompatible schools of thought coexist within the discipline all this makes objectivity a very difficult and complicated thing in sociology objectivity has to be thought of as the goal of a continuous ongoing process rather than an already achieved and result our next point is multiple methods of choice of method there are different ways of classifying various methods first one is qualitative and quantitative methods this former deals in countable do mirable variable like proportions averages etc and the later deals with more abstract and hard to measure phenomena like attitude and emotions etc other methods will will be observable and non observable meanings and other methods may be methods rely on secondary data 
or already existing data in the form of artifact documents etc and those that are designed to produce fresh or primary data now we discuss micro and macro methods the former are designed to work in small intimate setting usually with a single researcher thus interview and participant observation are thought of an micro method macro methods are those that are able to tackle large scale research working involving large number of respondent and investigators survey is such a macro method whatever mode of classification it is important to remember that it is a matter of convention the dividing line between different kinds of methods need not be very sharp it is often possible to convert one kind of method to another or to supplement one with another our last point is how to choose between various research methods it is dictated by the nature of research question being addressed by the preferences of the researchers the second is time and resource constraints the recent trends in social science is to advocate the use of multiple methods to bear on the same research problem from different vantage points this is called triangulation for it that is a process of retreating something from different directions in this way the different methods can be used to complement each others to produce a much better result than what might have been possible with each method by itself with this we pause our chapter next point which will be discussed in next lecture is participant observation thank you for listening